Okay, everyone. Okay, I'm Bailey. Say hi and then like say your name so that she can hear us. Okay. Guys, you, you can go now. Oh. oh. <laughs> hi, I'm Aurora. Hi, I'm Kyla. Hi, I'm Anastasia. Okay. Now time for me to give a too long 30-second summary. Tell me when you're ready for me to start for the timer. Wait, who's going after who? I think Kyla's I'm going, going after, after Bailey. Yeah. Okay, I can go after Kyla. Okay, and then, okay, then I'll go after you. All right, Kyla, are you the one with the timer? Yep. Okay, tell me when you're ready. I'm ready when you can. Okay, ready, set, go. Okay, they're on an expedition. Victor is on the ice. They rescue him. He he is like not okay. And then they nurse him back to health. And then he talks about his whole childhood. And I was so vivid. He loves science. He reads all these really old dated science books. And he's like, I want to bring someone back from the dead. And then he goes to college. He learns about it more. And then he does bring someone back from the dead. And then he gets really scared because he did it. And then he runs away. And then my mind goes blank. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go now. Robert Walton is on an expedition. He's writing letters to his sister, and he finds, finds Victor Frankenstein. Victor creates a monster. The monster wants revenge on Victor, so he kills his little brother. He finds Victor and tells him to create a female monster, and he tells him his story, of course. Victor agrees, then creates the female, but gives up halfway because... He doesn't want another monster. The monster vows to um, be at Victor's wedding with his cousin Elizabeth. Victor is arrested for the murder of a man. And thumbs up. Nice. I don't know what else to summarize. Just Wait. give your, like, I don't know. Just try to make your, you had a good summary earlier. Just try to make that, but a lot shorter. Uh... Well, I mean, she talked about how the 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 uh, how like the woman part, and then how he destroyed it, and then I thought that's all we were supposed to read too. Oh, we were. No, we all just have to give the same like summary. Like we have, we just all have. Oh, to so of the can... same story. I thought we were like okay. I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. It's okay. It's so, the same summary, just like in your own words. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. So Victor grows up and. Throughout his childhood, he really likes reading these philosophy books, um, and he goes to college to expand his knowledge about philosophy and bringing people back from the dead. Eventually, he garners all that knowledge and then brings it to life by trying to bring someone back from the dead, and he su successfully does so. However, in turn, he doesn't think about the consequences and runs away from the monster that he created. And the monster, out of that, gets angry because he is rejected by society and in turn kills Victor's little brother and then afterwards demands that Victor Okay. Aurora, whenever you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Just tell me when the time starts. Oh okay. So Victor is rescued um, out on the ice by the crew of Walton. He befriends them and tells them about how he's very interested in reanimation. And he goes to college to study it. He ends up creating a monster by accident and he is very scared of it. So he abandons it. The monster um, doesn't understand morality or why everyone is afraid of it. And it finds, or later on it finds, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, there's not very much time for those summaries. <laughs> They're like okay. Okay, four chapters are like just talking about like surface level stuff. All right. Um, I gotta write down the timestamp. Okay, and then I'm gonna read the first question. Okay, first question. Discuss the creature's argument. Think back to how he started his argument and, and the evidence he used to support it. Do you think it was effective? What would you do if you were on Victor's shoes? I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of a difficult thing because it's like really, really weird. But I do think that it was really good that he said that he would leave because Victor obviously didn't want him there anymore. He was like, no, like obviously he tried to run away. He obviously did not want him there anymore. And so I think that was a good way to go about it because Victor's kind of weird. So um, like empathetically, it wouldn't have really worked because even if he had been like, well, I just, I'm just lonely. Like Victor was, Victor's just a weird person. He wouldn't have like realized like, oh yeah, I should probably do this. So I think that was a better way for the monster to try and get his way than to just try and be like, no, I'm so sad, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree with you. To add on to what you're saying, I definitely think this um, argument is effective because here the monster plays the victim. He basically says, was I then a monster, a blot upon the earth from which all men fled and whom all men disowned? So basically he's telling Victor that he's nothing in these, this earth. And maybe if he had one like him, that he could have someone to rely on. And furthermore, just, I don't know, be have someone like him. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, Victor's moral spectrum is a little bit skewed because it's not really the creature's fault that he was created. And he has to resort to being ostracized even more from society in order to convince Victor to make him a companion, which is sad in a way, but that's just how it played out. Yeah, I agree. I think despite the whole point of Victor's experiment, he doesn't view the monster as a person and like has difficulty understanding why it would want companionship or acceptance. And a side note, I think it was oddly generous of the creature to offer to leave even after swearing revenge and being so ostracized, ostrac I can't say that word, being rejected. Yeah, to have someone to share his pain with, I think that's very, I wouldn't say nice of him, but um, very unique that he would just go away and not bother them anymore. What would you guys do if you were in Victor's shoes? Um, well, if I was in Victor's shoes, I, before even making the monster, I probably would consider the consequences of my action because Victor, instead of actually taking responsibility for the things that he made, he ran away. So if I was in Victor's shoes, I feel like I would owe it to the monster because I abandoned him and then completely left him defenseless without any sort of human, um, socialization skills. So I feel like I would owe it to the monster and I would probably make yes. a woman for him. Because I feel like Victor, like you said, like his moral compass is just like just not okay. So he doesn't really make the connection that like it would be much more beneficial to just create another monster and like move be able to move on with his life. And it like I would obviously do 
just create another monster. I don't know why Victor necessarily wouldn't. I mean, I get it. Like he was scared by the first one. He doesn't want it to be maybe more like, like worse than the first monster or like something really bad could happen, obviously. But like, it would be worth the risk if you really wanted to be left alone bad enough to just create another monster rather than just like wait for the monster to get revenge, I guess. Like, does he want to die? I don't think so. And the monster can certainly kill him. So it's like, just create it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, or the risk is definitely worth the reward. And I also think it's very interesting that up until now, like Victor has only been considering his own fear and guilt and not thinking about other people or making things right. And now that he's supposed to be helping the monster, he's like, oh, what if this goes badly for like other people? Or what if I create, he said, a race of devils on the earth? But if I were Victor, I would have just made the female monster because, like, there's not really any solid reason not to. Yeah. Exactly. If I were in Victor's shoes, I would definitely take the risk because the monster, I think, from reading the books that he found in the woods, I think he kind of knows, like, what's good and bad a little bit. So he would probably just leave Victor alone. I feel like he would stay true to his promise. Yeah, the monster definitely has a more solid grasp on morality and ethics now. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, a lot of the times in different situations, it looks like the monster has a more solid moral compass than even Victor does. And that's kind of weird seeing as, I don't know, like if the monster hadn't found the books, it probably wouldn't have been like that. But at the same time, it's just so weird that the monster was created by Victor and Victor's just so off. And the monster is just, he's hes pretty human-like. Like, I mean, considering that he's a monster, you know. Okay. Yeah, the monster has much more empathy. And I don't know the word I'm looking for, but like a better grasp on, like, reality, basically. Yeah, that's a good way. That's a good word for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. And speaking of morality i think a lot of the moral um ethics that the monster got was from the books that he read which kind of moves on to like the next question uh like what books did he read and how did that contribute to the understanding of the world around him um the one one of them that he read was plutarch's lives of the noble greeks and romans which talks about morals and failings and how all of the famous men that were included in the book, how they went about things. Um, obviously, if he, whatever knowledge that he would get from certain um, books, he would apply to his world and his understanding of people. So if he got those morals from those famous men that were probably like soldiers or very influential men, um, his morals would be very rough on the edge, if that makes sense. Um, Because if you're talking about soldiers and fighters, you would kind of see how that would, like what path that would put um, the monster on. Yeah, plus I think if he had, I mean, I feel like the book is quite drastic, like just the specific books that he did read, they're quite intense. And so it's like, while it wasn't bad that he read them, and I think it did make him like a better, not like a, I guess, is I'm going to call it a better person, even though he's not 
necessarily a person. It did make him more like empathetic and like he was able to like think for himself more. And, but I feel like it was such like the three books he read, they're so intense. It would have been so much better if he had read books that were more, that were like good with morals, but were less like, like what something is right and something is wrong, if that makes sense. Like, like you said, like less rigid, it would have been better if it was more of like a, I don't know. I feel like the monster just, he'll have trouble understanding like that you don't always, there's not always one answer for every solution, but these books are, that's what they're kind of portraying is that they're, it's simply like yes or no when that's pretty rare and you rarely get yes or no situations in like actual life. So true. Yeah, I'm going to take a step back real quick, and I'm just going to say that um, these books really contributed to the creature's understanding of the world around him because he had no parents, and Victor basically just abandoned him. So these books right here are like his parents. They're teaching him things about the world, um, and he's also commenting about them. He's saying, I found myself similar yet at the same time strangely unlike to the beings in the book um, of the sorrows of Berger. I think that's how you say that name. Um, and also with Paradise Lost, he says, I often referred to the several situations as their similarity struck me to my own. So, yeah, these books really did have an effect on the creature. And I wonder how it will influence him later in the book. Yeah. And speaking of Paradise Lost, since it was a story about Adam and Eve and the fall of man, um, he mentions, um, he says, basically, no Eve soothed my sorrows, nor shared my thoughts. I was alone. I remembered Adam's supplication to his creator, but where was mine? He had abandoned me, and in the bitterness of my heart, I cursed him. So these books literally formed the things that he wanted because of Paradise Lost, and he realized the um, the dynamic between the creator and Adam and Eve. He wanted that because he saw how Adam reacted from having an Eve near him and from having a creator near him that actually gave him things to make him happy. So it definitely influenced his wantings in the world and it influenced his coping mechanisms. Oh, that is so true. Like I agree with that. Yeah, the um, relationship between the creator. Yeah, I and agree with that. Oh wait, were you? A little bit. <laughs> okay, no, you go first. All right, I was just saying that the relationship between the creator and Adam and Eve, um, it's kind of reflecting um, how Victor's relationship with the creature is kind of broken. So I thought that was really interesting. That is interesting. What I was thinking was, I think one of the most important parts about it was that it gave him something to relate to. Or I know he said, I don't have the quote here, but he was saying he found himself similar and yet different. But the fact that it gave him something to relate to and something to reach for, like a goal or a dream was very important because that sort of, how do I say it? I don't know how to say it, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I get what you're saying. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it was, I think it would, it's much better that he did find the books and he did read them compared to if he hadn't. Yeah. It's just that 
the books that he read could have been better, not better books, but like better for him, you know, like more of like an easier thing to read and understand and like less intense. I don't really know how to word it, but yeah. That makes sense. And then the second part of this question is, what is Shelly saying about knowledge? Why do you think she put, picked these books? And I'm Well, I don't sure. really know the first part of that question, but the second part, uh, part, I think she picked these books because they are kind of like little packages of like love and then leadership and then morality. So I think picking those individual little packages that a human needs to know to grow in virtue and stuff like that. I think that's really interesting, um, like choices of books. Yeah, I don't know how else to elaborate on that. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I agree. And uh, regarding the first part of the question, what is Shelley saying about knowledge? I think they might be saying that um, although it is a blessing to have a lot of knowledge in your head, um, it could also be poison regard regarding on whether like what information did you have prior this sort of information could be good to it, like if you already have a solid foundation and a solid moral compass to go off of but if you have absolutely no knowledge of the world and these are the books that are around you you might take them a lot more literally and apply them to a lot more places in your life than you probably should yeah exactly so, yeah, if, if he had different books to start off with and then in turn build upon his knowledge with these books, I think the outcome would be a lot more different. <laughs> yeah, okay, um, question three. We're kind of getting like long into this, but question three is talking about our favorite books and how the creature would have turned out. So I, I haven't read too many books in like a while because of how much work and the book I'm reading right now haven't finished. But I remember one book that I read when I was in like sixth grade and it was called Everything, Everything. And it was a book about this girl who was like sick, but she wasn't actually sick. It was just her mom saying she was sick and she was then stuck in her house like until she was like 17-ish. And honestly, I feel like it, obviously the text is a lot different because it was like a low level book compared to the books that the monster did read. But I feel like it would have made him feel less alone because it's kind of a similar situation, if that makes sense. They were both kind of isolated, especially socially. And so I feel like it would have made some sense to him, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, the book that I read when I was younger, maybe in middle school or maybe first year of high school, I'm not sure, um, is The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. And I feel like um, the creature would have turned out more like a leader because the book is basically saying how someone so small and insignificant can grow to be a better leader and can be a hero as well. So I don't really know how the creature would really turn out but I feel like he would learn a lot more about leadership in that book. Yeah, one of my favorite books when I was younger was the book Wonder. I don't remember the author, but it was basically about a kid who had physical deformities and was judged his entire life, which oddly enough correlates a lot to the Frankenstein story, um, considering the monster's 
whole situation. So I think if the monster read that book, um, he might have a different perspective on people because at the end of the book, the kid was a lot more accepted um, and had a lot of friends and had people around him that genuinely cared and loved him. So if he started off with that book, he might have a much nicer perspective of people than he already had. But I don't know how much it would influence him considering the actions that he had towards him um, earlier on in his life. Okay, my book, I'm trying to think of one because most of the books I read are like high fantasy and not that great or not that easy to relate to probably if they're your first books. But one that strikes me is a book that I really love called Sea Witch by Sarah Henning, which is a twist on, or like a retelling of the story of Ursula from Little Mermaid. And she has this forbidden magic and she has to like hide who she is. And there's a lot of guilt over having indirectly caused the death of her friend and being just like really um, pushed away from society in general. And I think that could um, be very relatable possibly and maybe have given the monster, um, how do I say it? Something to, well, something to relate to and possibly um, a better understanding of people's views and why they treat him the way they do. Yeah, I think, no, I think that was a pretty good example, especially because if you do read a lot of fantasy, I would see that would be really hard for me to relate something like that to this because while this is also fantasy, it's also like focused on human morals. So it's kind of just different than a lot of fantasy books that are written. Um, but let me write down the timestamp really quick and then we can go on to the last question. Okay. Last question. Consider the impact our modern media would have on the development of the creature if he was created today. How would he turn out? I honestly think he would turn out so much worse because all, pretty much all social media is based on looks. And so it's like, no matter what he would do, he would feel left out or just hated against constantly if he wasn't left out. And it would just, it would probably make his self-esteem really, really, really bad. And also he wouldn't really know what to do Oh, sorry. I muted for a sec on accident. He wouldn't really know what to do because, I mean, obviously time difference, but also just like the fact that he has no one older than him to tell him like, ah, oh, you probably shouldn't do that. Or like, you probably shouldn't just like put this on the internet. It would be really difficult. And he probably, if he did end up like putting things out into the world, he would get a lot of hate and it just, it would just impact him negatively all the time. I cannot agree with you more. I was thinking almost the exact same thing because people nowadays, they look for beauty and they don't really look for inner qualities. Um, I'm not saying anything hateful against you guys, um, but um, it's just that um, usually on social media, um, it's basically people are judged on how they look. And I'm, I'm saying that the monster would definitely be hated and shown a lot of hate. I agree 100%. I'm thinking, like, that's pretty much exactly what I was thinking 
because everything today in the media is about conformity and like how to look you have to look a certain way and act a certain way and be a certain thing and it's so difficult to establish yourself if you're not those things and he doesn't exactly have a choice so he'd probably be much worse off i actually disagree a little bit and the reason why is although yes i do agree that um a lot of our media nowadays is based upon looks and how people look um i think that if he just had the internet in general there are a lot of people out there that talk to other people on social media and make internet friends without knowing how everybody looks like so i think in that sense he could be a little better off because he would be able to have socialization in that sort of way and he would be able to talk to people and make connections and they wouldn't have to know how he looks like and there are many communities out there nowadays that support um people that might not maybe fit the conventional beauty standards which is not a bad thing which is why I'm kind of iffy on the situation because yes I do agree that nowadays it's very popularized that you should be very pretty and all of these unattainable things but also on the other hand there are a lot of communities that support other people and that support everybody regardless of how they look so I think it more depends which side of the internet he ends up on yeah yeah that is true I mean yeah, you really don't need to show how you look. He probably would still feel left out in some way, though, which would suck, obviously. But it's better. I guess it's better for him. You're right. It is better for him to have someone to talk to, even if it isn't about, well, not that everything should be about the way you look, but just like, even if that's just completely like out of the question, it, it would be better. And he would probably feel a lot less alone if he did have people just to talk to. I actually do understand your point that does make a lot of sense something else i hadn't quite con- finished considering was the uh, or the idea like you said that um the internet offers the option of being anonymous so you can establish relationships without people knowing what you look like so that is something to take into consideration yeah exactly Okay, does anyone have, like, anything they want to include, or are we good? I think we're good. All right, well, um, bye, Mrs. Mowerman. 